Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 147 on page 522. O praise the Lord, for it is a good thing to sing praises unto our God. Yea, a joyful and pleasant thing it is to be thankful. The Lord doth build up Jerusalem, and gather together the outcasts of Israel. He healeth those that are broken in heart, and giveth medicine to heal their sickness. He telleth the number of the stars, and calleth them all by their names. Great is our Lord, and great is his power, yea, and his wisdom is infinite. The Lord setteth up the meek, and bringeth the ungodly down to the ground. O oh, sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving, Sing praises upon the harp unto our God. Who covereth the heaven with clouds, and prepareth rain for the earth, and maketh the grass to grow upon the mountains, and herb for the use of men. Who giveth fodder unto the cattle, and feedeth the young ravens that call upon him. He hath no pleasure in the strength of an horse, neither delighteth he in any man's legs. But the Lord's delight is in them that fear him and put their trust in his mercy. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise thy God, O Zion. For he hath made fast the bars of thy gates, and hath blessed thy children within thee. He maketh peace in thy borders, and filleth thee with the flour of wheat. He sendeth forth his commandment upon earth, and his word runneth very swiftly. He giveth snow like wool, and scattereth the hoar-frost like ashes. He casteth forth his ice like morsels, who is able to abide his frost. He sendeth out his word, and melteth them. He bloweth with his wind, and the waters flow. He showeth his word unto Jacob, his statutes and ordinances unto Israel. He hath not dealt so with any nation, neither hath the heathen knowledge of his laws. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. 
Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of the first book of Samuel. My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. I smile at my enemies, because I rejoice in your salvation. No one is holy like the Lord, for there is none besides you, nor is there any rock like our God. Talk no more so very proudly. Let no arrogance come from your mouth. For the Lord is the God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. The bows of the mighty men are broken, and those who stumble are girded with strength. Those who were full have hired themselves out for bread, and the hungry have ceased to hunger. Even the barren has borne seven, and she who has many children has become feeble. The Lord kills and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and brings up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and lifts up. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the beggar from the ash heap to set them among princes and make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the Lord are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the feet of his saints, but the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength no man shall prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken in pieces. From heaven he will thunder against them. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Here endeth the first lesson. Seek the Lord while he may be found, and call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and return not thither but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth, and shall not return to me empty. But it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 57th verse of the first chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Now Elizabeth's full time came for her to be delivered, and she brought forth a son. When her neighbors and relatives heard how the Lord had shown great mercy to her, they rejoiced with her. So it was on the eighth day that they came to circumcise the child, and they would have called him by the name of his father, Zacharias. His mother answered and said, No, he shall be called John. But they said to her, There is no one among your relatives who is called by this name. So they made signs to his father what he should have called him. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, saying, His name is John. So they all marveled. Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed, and he spoke, praising God. Then fear came on all who dwelt around them, and all these sayings were discussed throughout all the hill country of Judea. 
And all those who heard them kept them in their hearts, saying, What kind of child will this be? And the hand of the Lord was with them. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, raise up, we pray thee, thy power, and come among us, and with great might succor us, that whereas through our sins and wickedness we are sore let and hindered in running the race that is set before us, thy bountiful grace and mercy may speedily help and deliver us, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness, and put upon us the armor of light, now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty, to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen.
O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, at all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. with thy to any kind of danger but all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through jesus christ our lord amen Good morning to all it's kind of interesting uh reflecting on uh the lessons today with uh hannah's song it doesn't give us much context you need a little background context from from samuel 2 and then the birth of John the Baptist, it, it, it kind of is a meditation on, on sort of faithful people within Israel. Hannah's song in uh, 1 Samuel 2 is her song of rejoicing after God has uh, caused her to have, enabled her to have children. The story in Samuel is that Hannah is one of two wives of a man named Elkanah. The other wife is Penina. And... Uh, Penina is, is very fruitful. She's having children left and right, and Hannah can't have any children. So she goes to the temple, in, which is in Shiloh at that time, and prays. And Eli, the priest, uh, sees her and thinks she's drunk because she's praying so fervently. But then when, she find, when he finds out she isn't, she's just anguished, he says, the Lord grant you your petition. And and she Hannah promises that um, if she gives birth, she'll dedicate the child to the Lord. And so she becomes pregnant and she dedicates the child to the Lord. And the child is Samuel, who is the prophet Samuel. Uh, but in a certain way, Hannah's song in, in the, on the very face value of it is her gloating over Penina, who used to give her a hard time because she couldn't have any children. And now she's rejoicing over her enemies. But there's a um, obviously a larger context in which um, the enemies of Israel are going to be defeated. You know, God's enemies are going to be defeated by by the birth of this child. It's sort of interesting, uh, reflecting on the, the circumstances of, of Samuel's birth to Hannah, and then we have John the Baptist being born to Zechariah. Both were a result of prayer. Hannah was in the temple at Shiloh praying, and Zechariah was in the temple praying. And there's interesting, I just sort of thought about a contrast, because Hannah was praying just to get pregnant. And turns out God answered her prayer with a birth that would be the prophet who would actually overthrow the corrupt Shiloh regime and and lead to the into the um, anointing of of the son of David, who was who would be the, the king, um, so she wasn't really thinking about the salvation of Israel. She just wanted a child. Zechariah was praying, and I'm not sure. In Luke, it says that when the Gabriel appears to Zechariah, your prayer is heard. But I don't think it's hard to imagine that Zechariah was praying for a child because um, when he's told he's going to get a child, he doesn't believe it. So. He probably was just praying the ordinary prayers for the salvation of Israel that a priest would pray. And when Gabriel says, your prayer is heard, you'll get a child. 
um, his point was through your child will begin to set in motion the events that will save Israel. So Zechariah was thinking about salvation and got a child. Hannah was thinking about a child and got the salvation of Israel. And so it's just interesting how that works. But in both cases, it it, it gives this um, window into the kind of things that, you know, or kind of people, I should say, that God works through. Hannah was faithful in her prayer. She was in dire straits in her circumstance in life. She prayed faithfully to God who heard her prayer. And then when she promised to dedicate the child, she did exactly what she said she'd do. And God blessed that. And through her, the prophet Samuel was raised up. Um, Zechariah, though he, you know, he had a little bit of doubt at the announcement to Gabriel, he was nonetheless a faithful priest who offered prayers for the salvation of Israel, and those those prayers were heard, and God worked through that. And in in both circumstances, there there were there was a visible enemy in in the Hannah's circumstance. The the temple at Shiloh was very corrupt. Eli's sons were misbehaving. And yet it's overcome not by a frontal assault on the temple, but by the faithfulness of a woman who prayed and gave birth. Same thing in Israel. There's all sorts of issues, Romans, the corrupt religious regime. But it's all going to be the salvation and be set in motion by just the ordinarily faithful people who pray. And we get later on snippets of this in Luke when we get Simeon and Anna. These people just, you don't see much, you don't, they don't, they're not visible in the culture, but they're just praying, doing what they're called to do. And it just highlights for us as we think about, you know, repentance and faith and Advent. Um, we're in an activist culture. We want a voice to be heard. We want to yell and scream and shout and, and change everything. And yet it, it seems biblically that the most power to change is 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 seen in ordinarily faithful lives as we live our lives of prayer um and then also i think in and we can get from hannah's story is though she had a um rivalry with her the other wife um her spiritual battle to trust god transcended that and this is is a lesson for us we have visible enemies in life not to get fixated on animosity towards them, but rather to, to see in that temporal circumstance the larger spiritual battle and learn through it to trust God and, as it were, to transcend in our thinking and praying mere animosity or mere merely being stuck in temporal circumstances. These can be the way that God works to us to, to further his salvation, so we have to think about the the you know the, the 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 temporal thing he thinks about for Ephesians where you don't wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers understand the larger battle so the lesson in both cases simply is ordinary faithfulness and and thinking about how we are just faithful day in and day out in our prayer and our duties this is what allows God to work through us to further the kingdom of God in powerful ways so a few thoughts about today's Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all with authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, 
and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a great day. Have Thank a wonderful you. day, everybody. Bye, kiddos. Bye, kids. Bye.